Hello and welcome to the Spartanburg Herald Journal's Digital Audio Studio. I'm digital editor Gabe Wisnett, joined today by reporter Samantha Swan. Uh, we're going to briefly talk about her story that is coming up on deaf patients and their struggle with the interpreter storage, um, sp- specifically in Spartanburg County, uh, among the hospitals here, and in we spoke and Samantha also spoke with. Um, hospitals in Greenville County as well. Uh, Samantha, why, first of all, did we, um, the Herald-Journal, look into this story? Well, there is a rather large population of deaf and hard-of-hearing people in Spartanburg County, uh, mainly due to the School for the Deaf and the Blind being located here. Right, right. (laughs) Yeah, and that, you know, that's, that's a a big issue in the in this county with that school located you know right in the middle of of our area um also samantha there you know i read in your story there are 68 nationally certified asl interpreters um where you know ballpark where does that leave things how how much of a shortage is there okay so like six those 68 interpreters are south carolina only um gotcha. and that leaves us with about one interpreter for every thousand deaf or hard of hearing people. Uh, granted, not all of those people would necessarily need an interpreter, but there's really no way to tell how many would. So one to a thousand is still a pretty big, <laughs> pretty big gap, I would say. <laughs> sure. Yeah, it sounds like it. And, you know, as you were doing your reporting for this story, what was maybe the most eye-opening thing? I know you mentioned the shortage, but you know whether it was the shortage or something else, what really jumped out to you as you were doing this reporting? Well, even at hospitals that have like otherwise really good service, like Spurnberg Regional and uh, Prisma Health Upstate, also known as uh, Greenville Memorial, <laughs> um, even Duke University, where one of our, our inter- interviewees went, uh, even at these places where they seem to have like their language services departments very well organized and have a really good strong plan, there are still incidents where this shortage causes problems. For instance, uh, in some of the stories I was told, there would be an interpreter that had been called, but because there are so few of these interpreters, they have to travel long distances between their appointments. Right. And they'll be late sometimes. And that re- can result in, uh, like Jessica Gribble's case, her having to send her daughter into a surgery without being able to speak with an interpreter beforehand, which is, I'm sure sure i'm i'm personally not a mother but i'm sure that that would be a terrifying situation yeah certainly i mean yeah it it sounds like you know when you have a shortage like this the the backup situations or the rescheduling situations can get harder and harder uh certainly an eye-opening story um i've i've read it and look forward to everybody else getting a chance to read this it um is an issue that you know, I, I'm sure we haven't touched on in a long time, and you know, certainly needs to be a needs to be addressed and needs to be um, kept an eye on. So, Samantha, okay. we appreciate your time and appreciate your story. Thank you.